Welcome everyone and welcome to the show. My guest today is Brad Barco. Brad owns a charity called Wheeling for Hope and also is the Canadian ambassador for Echoes of Hope charity run by Luke Robitaille and his wife in California in the United States. He's also a business owner, entrepreneur, and inspires people in the U.S. So please welcome my guest Brad. How's it going, my friend? Good, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate that. How are you doing? Doing good, man. It's uh, good, good. it's crazy because I know you've been a person who's been almost in the spotlight, especially in the past past few years for sure. And uh, but uh, for people who don't know you, just walk through who who you are, what you're about, maybe your story, where you come from. Yeah, my name's Brad Barker. I grew up born and raised in Edmonton. Uh, actually, Spruce Grove. I went to went to school out in so about fifteen minutes uh, west of Edmonton. For those of you that you know don't know where that is or listening wherever else, uh, I did all my all my schooling out there, and then moved back to Edmonton to go to radio and TV school at Nate. Um, you know, did that and had had fun. Of course, that was you know that was a, a good time, and it, it really just. There, there was more to life. There was, they wanted me to, to do things that, you know, I, I wasn't quite capable, and I don't get into that, but I just, I wasn't quite capable of doing that. I think they wanted, they wanted, they expected more. They, they wanted me to live out of a suitcase, you know, travel from small town to small town to small town, and it just really, it wasn't feasible, and, and there was a lot of personal stuff going on that, that I, I just, I couldn't get out of, so I moved on, and of course, I started my business, and uh, I, I've been a, been a business owner now, an entrepreneur for, you know, five years, and it's been been awesome helping people all over there even in the city and uh but i mean i guess i can i could back up a little bit in my story i mean i'm i'm 20 27 years old and i i'm in a i'm in a wheelchair basically full full time i have a disability called cerebral palsy so it affects the muscles and the bones in your in your body and uh basically what happened was when i was born there was a, a cyst on my brain and in the part of my brain that affects the motor skills and, and a, a certain part of, of the brain that was, was blocked and, and couldn't fully develop, it couldn't fully function. So it basically how to move properly, how to talk and all, all that all that stuff. And it wasn't affected, but it was affected enough where, you know, I, I wheelchair and a walker to, to move around and, and do, you know, my, my, my new things. So every kind of... I guess I would start because I was. I think my. Your own <clears throat> yeah. Okay, guys, so if you're hearing this, we had a little bit glitch in the recording of editing. As I mentioned, I don't really edit things. I'm like my show here, but uh, Brad, I think we just met walking through his uh, just uh, surreal pause and what it is. So Yeah, un- unedited and unfiltered. I, I like that. <laughs> That's the way we, we roll. That's awesome. So as I was saying, I mean, yeah, I was, I was down my, actually, I'll even back up even further. My, my mom was 16 years old. Um, didn't really know she was pregnant. She was actually going to a party and thought her appendix was, was bursting and uh, was right to see surgery and 
they found out that, wait a sec, this isn't an appendix, you're pregnant. Wow. And my very, very shocked, everybody off uh, guard, and out came little old me, and, and I was, I, I believe, just over, I, I can't remember the exact uh, measurements, but I was I was small enough to fit in the palm of your hand. Wow! So if you want to, if you want to, everybody out there watching want to, you know, open their palm and imagine a baby from the from the tip of your middle finger, the head to the bottom of your palm, it, my feet. Uh, it was I, I was super small, and they they didn't really give me a fighting chance. They as in, um, right away they didn't give me any more than twenty four hours. Doctors were like, they, they went to my parents and told them to prepare themselves, brace themselves. Um, I, they, they were pretty adamant that I wasn't going to make it, I wasn't going to survive. They threw me in tubes in an incubator right away and um, I, I didn't have, you know, my, my lungs weren't developed properly. Um, a, lot of, a lot of other things, I had a, a brain bleed they, they realized as well, which um, later they figured out caused. Um, you know, the or, or cause the disability, and uh, I, I didn't find out till you know I, I was almost almost two years old, I believe, and uh, so obviously I made it through 24 hours. I was super lucky, yeah. super blessed. Um, I, I've always said I came out of the womb fighting and, and fighting for fighting for that chance and fighting for 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 opportunity to to be to be quote unquote normal and to be to be a part of society because. The, the cards were stacked against me from the very yeah. beginning. So so I knew I had to, you know, create my own destiny and create my own, you know, really my own experiences in my own life. And I, I was going to live on my terms. And, hey, these were the cards I was dealt, yes. Uh, but you learn to you learn to live with those cards. You don't want to – it's not a poker game. You don't just yeah. throw them away and, and try to expect something else or something better or, or the poor me or the pity party or the, or the other bullshit going on that, that people – I want to do it was look this is the way life is and we're, we're going to live with it and we're going to do it and um, so shortly after I was diagnosed I, I guess officially with a disability called cerebral palsy so it affects the muscles and bones in your body again I, I mentioned earlier a cyst in my brain that that is bled and and caused a blockage motor skill function in your brain now I'm very lucky it has not bled since um, because if that's the case, I wouldn't be here today. It's it's very it's very risky. It's very risky to remove. That's why they haven't gone in and removed it uh, in 20, 27 years. And and it's like if it's not active, they're not going to touch it because they don't want to cause sense, yeah. more more damage than than what they possibly could. Right. So uh, very very lucky that way. Yeah. And. Uh, but again, I came out fighting. I, I knew I had something to prove right away. Yeah, right from the beginning, uh, too. Where, you know, doctors coming. A oh, real struggle, too. You, I, yeah. You, I, you know, I had to learn how to fight and punch punch back almost. And were um, you, sorry to interrupt, but were you always, say, maybe motivated and, like, go get her? Or were you maybe uh, have some pity parties where you know why, like, this is kind of unfair? Because I, I imagine, and I, couldn't, I can't really understand, I kind mm-hmm. of... In a way, I grew up, I was born premature. Almost like every time baby comes out, because you never know. Yeah. Uh, my mother had me in, she's still 45, but she had me when she was about 42. And I think halfway through the pregnancy, she did not know she was pregnant with me. So, um, wow. still was a smoker, but she, she was a smoker. Yeah, yeah. And I was born at seven months at uh, three pounds. Wow. Um, wow. So, I, I was I was just shy of four months 
uh, premature, wow. and it just. You know, it's crazy. And, and, and yeah, of course. Yeah, we, we all have pity parties. We, we all do. But it, it's how you it's how you bounce back from that. It's it, You can't. you got to get back up. you you got almost that 10 count, kind of like a boxer. Yeah. You don't get off the, off the mat after 10 count. They count you out, and there's the winner. I refuse to be a quote-unquote loser. I wanted, I wanted to be something. I, I knew from a very early age I I, I, I was always motivated mm-hmm. I, I was always I, I was always happy I was always excited I, I maybe it was just because I, I was blessed to be alive mm-hmm. I, I was I had a chance yeah not many people have a chance no. um, so I knew I had a chance and I knew I had to run with it and and yeah, pity parties and mistakes and, you know, doing dumb shit and growing up. And I'll get into that maybe a little bit later, but I, I'm super, super blessed. And, you know, countless surgeries. I, I've had, I want to say, close to 20 surgeries, wow. if not more, since the age of 18, uh, before the age of 18. So I'm very lucky in the last uh, nine years. I haven't had to have a major surgery. That's good. Um, I'll get into maybe the operations if you want a little bit later. Um, couple, couple really define who I am, and and a couple, you know, we're we're kind of pointless. And, and again, it was doctor's discretion, and, and you try and trust your doctor as best you can, and they can kind of set you back. And but again, you come back fighting. So for me, I I seen my situation. And but I seen it as a way to make change. Uh-huh. I seen it as a way to break the barrier. I seen it as a way to 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 be that light in somebody's darkness. You know, I, I was very blessed to to grow up and go to a normal school. I went to a normal public school. I didn't go. There was no school for the disabled. There was no quote unquote X Men school. Yeah. Right? It, it was. Just, it was a, there, there was no like we we were society. Even now, society treats us differently. Yeah. We're, we're not treated as, as, as normal human beings, which I think we should be. Yeah. I think I, 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 especially me, have earned yeah. that right to, to, be, to be treated that way or to be defined that way. And, yeah. and really, I, you know, sometimes it's, it, it, it's hard to, that people frown upon you or, or you know, or, or people, you know, look down on you all the time. And, and so for me... I knew I had to make that change, and, and and again, it started, I was in public school, so probably grade four, and I, I went to school with a couple people with various disabilities. Uh-huh. Um, I had, a, there was a girl who had a severe case of what I had, um, so that being she was too dead, she couldn't wow. talk, she had 24-7 care, uh, and another one, um, she had spina bifida. So that being um, damage to the spinal cord and, and fluid, I, I don't know the extent of it. I don't have it. I don't know the extent. Um, but basically, you can't feel anything from the waist down. So you're uh, obviously you're in you know diapers or something, point four seven, all all that care, right? And and I I seen you know certain people and and certain other other people with disabilities and even people who had a, a, you know a lesser disability with me that could walk or they were a little bit better but I seen their demeanor mm-hmm. and I seen how they carried themselves and I seen how they walked around they walked around with their head down they walked around as this as if they were just there 
They didn't really exist. Nobody really noticed them. They were kind of a burden on things. They were quote unquote mutants in, 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 in a society. Yeah. That it was it was this people would stop and stare. People stop and stare at me and, and you know, in a, a West Edmonton mall, I'd be going into a store and people were, you know, they, they treat me differently. So I experienced that and I'm like, you know what? This isn't right. So for me, if I can be that person of change, if I can be that voice, because we know a lot of people with disabilities don't have that voice yeah. and don't have that freedom to speak up and speak their mind and, and be that person of change, that I, I figured out, I looked at it and said, there's nobody else doing it. Why the hell can't I do it? Yeah. Why the fuck can't that be me? Stepping up to the plate, no matter how long it takes me, whether it's five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, 30 years, when I leave this earth, whether it's today, tomorrow, or, you know, it's 60 years from now, I don't want to be just remembered for 24 hours or for the, the hour of my funeral. I only remembered for, you know, kind of like a Mount, a Mount Rushmore or a star in the, in the Walk of Fame. I want to be remembered for decades. Yeah. And for the positive influence and the change that I made and the, and the voice that, and, and change the, change the disabled community. And it's not a disability, it's an ability. Because we, we all have powerful abilities to make a change yeah. and powerful abilities to do something. All of us, uh, we do something special and we, we have a special skill set. And, and for me, I strongly believe, I'm not a super religious person, but I believe that God took away my, my legs and took away the, <laughs> the ability of me to, to walk and, and do what I need to do. And, and strapped four wheels to my ass, but he also gave me the special ability to have a powerful bo a voice and to make that change and to be that person for, for whether it's the next generation or the, what, whatever it may be. 100%, so, you know, 100% have a, a powerful voice. And it just, just speaks to, uh, first of all, that, you know, I think regardless of, um, you know, whether if we're in a wheelchair or whatever life throws at us, there's always mm -hmm. someone who has the worst, but there's always someone who has the better. Just like when you're playing sports, someone's always going to be better than you, like, except for McDavid, obviously, but like, there's always someone <laughs> going to be better than you, and there's someone who's always going to be worse than you. So it's like, it's like, compared to what, why is it bad? Or compared to, like, compared to what, why is it so bad? And like, you, you, and then you can always take it a step further, like just people in other countries who maybe have cerebral palsy, but because of the technology, and or whatever, whatever have yeah. you, can't yeah. even get a wheelchair sometimes. And so that's in and of itself. So do you look at that? It's also kind of a blessing to be. 100%. And, and also just, just the mindset that, especially in time like to, right now, during a, a, a pandemic where people are either losing their jobs yeah. and, yeah. or trying to find work maybe they don't have the right skill set and, and I think just someone to look, looks at you and, and realize that hey just because I may not know this now or I'm not where I want to be now or right. maybe I'm, I lost my because of this pandemic I couldn't control it but yeah there's always hope and there's things that people look to you, there's always hope and you can always do something and sure. and sure. and yeah, so it's super powerful. So again, that's why I, I wanted you on here because you do have a powerful voice. I appreciate it's that. awesome. But uh yeah, so so you almost kind of went so you went to broadcasting obviously and yeah. you, know, you almost kind of came full circle into your own broadcasting sense, starting your own YouTube channel, but Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah, it's uh for for me it was I look I seen I seen more so like I said they wanted me to move small town to small town to small town and as you can imagine being with a, living with a disability it's not always easy and it, it's not I just get up and move when I want to move it really needs to be strategic and really mapped out and really thought about that okay but but 
these jobs weren't guaranteed in, say, Cold Lake or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd maybe live there for three months and then I'd be gone and, and, you know, somewhere else. So for me, it just, it wasn't doable. So um, I walked into a, um, you know, a business that, uh, how I, I, I met you, you know, many years ago. And um, I, I looked at it and I, I, I've always wanted to, I've always wanted to help people. And, and we, we just talked about, you good? Yeah, keep going. We, we had, it's all good, raw and unedited again. <laughs> uh, we, you know, we, we always got, I, I always, we just talked about the, my voice and, and make a positive influence on positive change. But I, I never, not once in my wildest dreams, ever pictured myself in money and finance and, and, and in, you know, anything to do with money and finance at all. I, I, so I found the industry, I stumbled upon the industry at 21 years old. Somebody invited me out to, yes, they wanted to just show me what they were doing. And I seen so much more than that. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you, 21 years old, I seen the money. I seen, I seen all that. But as I grew older, and as I started to help people, and look, it comes down to, there's, there's this, I don't know if you've noticed it, but there's, I get a job ready in the industry that everybody's out to just make money off a person mm-hmm. or, or just, you know, sell to that person or, yeah. or just... Uh, Especially with money, yeah. You, you know, money is a very, very sensitive topic. Yeah. So you need to approach it in the sense of, I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm trying to educate you. Because look, exactly. me and you both agree, and we, we probably agree, that the education system didn't teach us were to save. The education system didn't teach us how to buy a house. The education system didn't teach us what we needed in retirement. The education system never taught us. So what happens to people? People follow in the footsteps of their mom, their dad, their grandparents, put their money in a bank, put their money under a mattress, put their money, you know, wherever they were told to put their money or they trust the bank teller and, and leave it there. But we're seeing now there's a, a Canada stat that 95% of Canadians won't retire at 65. And they'll even retire below, you know, the part that's scary for me. That is, yeah. That's scary to me. And knowing, you know, the biggest thing for me and why I got into this industry is I wanted, I, I talked about it, but I wanted to help people. Mm-hmm. And I want to help people vote in the right way. Exactly. I didn't care if it paid me $5 or $5,000. If I can have somebody walk away from my desk, understanding what they have in place, understanding what they need, and understanding maybe the value that I can bring to them and help them to their goals and their dreams, my job's done. Exactly. My, my job is done. You went them $5 a month or 500 or whatever it may be, and they find value, my job's not to sell anything. No, exactly. So the biggest thing is, um, especially if we're, you know, this is obviously diving to some, to some politics here, but if you want to help these, some impoverished communities and maybe uh, disadvantaged uh, ethnic groups, mm-hmm. the best way to do is empower them with information. How do, how do you save money properly? Obviously, other things like investing in their communities, but how mm-hmm. teach them how to save money properly and, and maybe offer them better um, scholastic opportunities if they don't have any compared to see other people and, and raise them up that way because then they can for themselves and teach their communities and then they just 
grows from there. So I 100%. think you touch on a powerful point there. Just well, I think the biggest thing I, I get asked all the time is, bro, why why do you do what you do, bro? Why 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 are you why are you in money and finance? Why well, this is crazy? Why are you doing what you do? I said, look, this is an avenue for me to be able to change the world um, and change the world in a good way. This is an avenue for me. To, yeah, do I want to make a lot of money? Yeah. Look, I have a goal to make a million dollars by 30. But before people jump on me about that, let me tell you why. This is not to make a million dollars to say, look, I'm a millionaire, yada, yada, look at all these cars and houses and, and all this fancy bullshit that comes with that or may come with that or may not come with that. But for me, it's the, the value and the opportunity what I can do with that money. I, I have a grandma who's you know, in her late 60s, still working to make ends meet. I want to be able to be able to reach my goals and my dreams so I can take care of her goals and her dreams. I have a, you know, I have a charity near, I have multiple charities near and dear to my heart. You mentioned both of them off the top. Yeah, let's talk about those. One I own and and obviously one I'm I'm a massive ambassador for in the States. I want to be able to, you know, give back to them whenever I need. I want to be able to, you know, retire my parents so my, my parents don't have to work till they're 60, 70 and they're breaking down and they're brittle. I want to be able to, everybody who believed in me, everybody who stood in my corner, when I was kicked down, when I told it wouldn't work, when I, all, all this other bullshit that comes along with that. Yeah. And, Oh, this and oh, you're you're just in for the money and you're just in for this and all everything people talk about and and listen, it's it's mostly because people don't understand. No, people are uneducated, and I I mean that in the most respectful way. People need to embrace what's happening, embrace change, embrace someone who comes into their life and wants to help them in a, in a, a positive way. Not everybody is out to take advantage of people. No. And I, I'm one of those. Yeah, I, 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 got, I got a heart of gold. I, I don't know if well, that we, oh, you've, been around know, me, yeah. you've been around me long <laughs> enough. Um, I, I know I'm sitting here taking advantage of people. I know no. I'm sitting here bullshit with people. Um, you know, it's, I, I want to change the world and I want to change it in a positive way. I want to change the light. People look at people with disabilities. I want to be able to, to give back to that community and maybe look, maybe I'm crazy, but I want to build an entire community of disabled people, maybe disabled housing, disabled, yeah. you know, playgrounds, disabled school, like uh, schools to help them get into school better, you know, elevators, whatever it may be. I want to be able to give back to my community and give back to the people that supported me and give back to, you know, the people near and dear to my heart. So um, you mentioned I I'll, I can dig into the yeah, charities. Really, yeah. Um, so what did you start Wheeling for Hope first or did you start it after you became an ambassador of, because uh, I know you're doing, I think there's kind of at the same time almost. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I was with that. I, I, I've been doing a little bit of stuff with Echoes of Hope for, for a few years before. And that um, started like 2000. Um, yeah, that would have been three, three years ago, almost four years 2017, ago. 2017, 2016. So, yeah, 2016, 2017. Okay. Um, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to dive into it too much. Obviously, I, I've had a, I've had a tremendous relationship. I've had a, you know, a blessing and and to be able to have mentors in my life and and people that that I look yeah, up well, to. Yeah, well, before we dive into the, the charity yeah. quickly, let's talk about some of your the mentors. I see Mark, like he's hanging with Money Mayweather, <laughs> or yeah, Money Mayweather, and um, was it was it uh. 
Brad El, Brad El, no, John, John, Brad, Brad in front of me, John Elway, and Luke Robotai, and just every celebrity is <laughs> in clubs and boxes, and so. Obviously, but like, how do you come across all the? I asked this before, but how do you always find all these incredible people and hang out with them in their yeah. luxury boxes? Yeah, I just <laughs> like I said, I, I won't, I won't get into too much. Obviously, with you know, I want to respect you know people's privacy for sure, for sure, and, and all that stuff. But uh, it all started with the Robotai. I've had a tremendous relationship with um, first of all, Stacia Robotai. Um, Luke's wife. She, she's an incredible lady. Um, you know, she's you talk about a harder goal. That's. That's a lady that's that's got a you know a, a gold plated heart. I think it's it's probably 20, 20 you know two thousand carats of gold. <laughs> I guess just there, there's gold everywhere, and she she's just she's incredible. She's unbelievable, and, and obviously Luke and and you know what he does for the community. But most importantly, what they do for their community and, and really where it comes from. And Echoes of Hope was was founded to help uh, you know at risk and, and uh, at risk youth. Uh, they, they helped them go to school and with backpacks and books and, and all this stuff and, and really giving back to to the, the, the kids and the youth that need it because this is the next generation coming up that, yeah, that, exactly. that need that, that are going to lead the way and that are going to you know set the example for, for the generations after and you know I had the, the honor and the privilege to I won't get into too much but I, I was very you know I, I ran a podcast back in the day and uh, it's it's not anymore. Me and my partner, we're still best friends today, but he kind of had a different. We just went kind of both ways, and I think we're we're starting to come back together now. And awesome. he's going to help with the YouTube channel and stuff. But uh, you know, I, I was looking for a guest on the show on the podcast, and I typed in the name Luke Robotai on Twitter, and Stacey Robotai came up, and and at that point, I really had no idea, you know, who she was, what she was. I thought maybe in relation to Luke and. Um, I, I reached out and told my story, and and it was really crazy. Um, it's been a we I've now known them three years, and, and just to be able to to open up to her and share my story and my experiences and my troubles and trials and tribulations, and um, she's experienced. You know, I won't get into it. Experiencing stuff in her life as well. That that is longer, and we kind of just fed off each other, really. And and I really confided in her. She confided in me, and. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, I, I love that woman, and and uh, I, I love Luke as well, and and what they what they continue to do. So I ended up going down to to speak to their charity. Um, I, I think it was around U.S. Thanksgiving three years ago, and I, I spoke to their group, and um, I, I was a, I was a big advocate. I, I went down. We actually did a silent auction, just a, a a way to kind of repay them and say thank you. Did a silent auction. Went down. I think it was about four grand. We ended up raising for them, and then uh, was that was that the uh, sound auction? I was that was that for the Wheeling of Hope auction? No, that you were at the Wheeling okay. Hope. Okay, okay. Yeah, so this was the initial one, and then uh, you know it, it was a, it was a great relationship. So I, I always came back and kind of you know, spoke very highly. I, I've always I, I will continue to to love what they stand for and, and love what they do and, and stand behind them in every step of the way. And um, so I, I believe in Echoes of Hope. And I believe in the mission. I believe in what they're doing, and, and and they are making a change. They are making a difference. But but really, it's confined to California. Okay. And uh, and so what I wanted to do was be able to bring that up here and make that change. And kind of, I wanted to take it, but I wanted to kind of make it my own. I, I didn't want to, I, you know, I, I wanted to take obviously bits and pieces of what they were doing, but I wanted to come up here and create my own baby. And, and really that's where it started wheeling for a hole. And again, it comes back to 
the disability community, I, I soon sat back and realized that, um, you know, there, there's a big need here. Um, mm-hmm. The Alberta government isn't very forthcoming with funds and, and doesn't really help people in need and or that need it the most. And well, especially now, what's happening? I'm not sure if there's going to be money, if there is money, it's crazy. It's creating money. It's, <laughs> it's, it's nuts. It's ridiculous. It's a movie over here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, for, for me, it was, uh, yeah, I, I came up here and I said, you know, it, it was actually within the time I got inducted into Edmonton's Elite. Uh, would have been uh, 2016, 2015. So people, there, there were 30 individuals in Edmonton, people doing good in the community, it's an inspiration. So um, I, I was honored enough to be inducted. I was actually one of the last weeks uh, before they closed it down. So I like to call it Edmonton's Hall of Fame. It's kind of, <laughs> kind of, kind of really cool, uh, small group. And and I at that point, I needed a new wheelchair. Uh, my chair was breaking down. The, the, the government, it's crazy. The government only allows you one in your lifetime. So the one I had growing up broke down. They didn't make parts for it anymore because it was so old. And, yeah, I remember uh, that. So, um, I am getting a push wheelchair. Um, and it was great. But I still needed a lot of assistance, you know, get, getting around and pushing and getting, getting places where I need to be. So um, I, I had people approach me and they go, what if we... You know, got you a motorized chair, which the one you're looking at now. Sure, but I can't just do this for me. I need to do this for other people. Uh, we and I, I go by I go by quote. Uh, I like to say I made it. I don't. Put it. I may have to patent it after this. But <laughs> it's 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 not about me, but it's we. And because if we get what we want, then in turn you you will reach your goals and dreams and get what you want. Exactly. Right. If you help enough people and. And, and you make a difference. So um, for me, that was that was my biggest thing. And, and I was thankful enough. We raised just over $13,000 Canadian. I got my chair, uh, the one you're looking at. I was able to donate a second one back um, to someone in the community in Edmonton. And, and then we donated also a little bit back to Echoes of Hope. So everybody kind of got a piece of the pie. It was, it was nice. It, that's the way I wanted it. I wanted to, to be able to spread the wealth because, again, it's not about me. And um, now we're looking to do a yearly event. Obviously, COVID, it's, it's a little bit difficult now, yeah. so we're looking maybe next year. Um, there's an individual in Edmonton that needs an elevator put in his home. And the government, excuse me, and, and it's, it's about $50,000 to put an elevator in his home. The one, you know, a sturdy enough one, the one they need. And we want to be able to step up and, and be able to, you know, help in whatever way we can. So we're going to do a silent auction or, or whatever, you know, down the line, whatever this world now permits us to do. And uh, we're, we're going to help and, and hopefully get him what, it, what he needs. And, and hopefully a community can come together and, and make, make that difference. Because, look, if he changes enough people's lives, your life will be impacted along the way. And really that's what I found. I mean, I've had some incredible experiences with, you know, you mentioned John Elway and it's kind of a, a fluke experience with Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. What has been your most, I guess, memorable experience? Uh, let's do a memorable experience, maybe, maybe impacting someone's life, maybe either through Echoes of Hope or your charity. And then maybe a cool experience about meeting a celebrity, one you, you, maybe it can be Luke or maybe someone you didn't expect meeting and it's like your favorite so far. 
Yeah, you know, I, I think that I think the biggest the, the biggest thing, you know, meeting meeting just all these these cool people through the foundation and, and, and meeting you know like minded people mm-hmm. and really leveling yourself up and, and 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 thinking thinking like them, starting to think you know better. There's there's so many people that they're they're content. Yeah. They think negatively. They're they they think negatively about money. They think negatively about this and uh, about everything going, on. and it's always poor me, poor me, poor me, and I, I really do not think of that. So I mean, through through the foundation, it, it's just kind of circle that and surround yourself with with those kind of people because you surround yourself with those kind of people with the same vision and the same kind of mindset. Maybe not the same goal, but the same vision and the mindset. You eventually get to the goals that you want to achieve and. And especially with the foundation and everything else. So kind of that way, I mean, there, there's there's not a lot of quote-unquote celebrity stories um, that I was kind of surprised. For me, it was John Elway because I was actually surprised, set up um, to meet John Elway. I, I was at a football game wearing his jersey, and uh, somebody actually knew um, John so You are already in Denver while this was uh, No, no, I, I was in actually... Uh, I was in California. Okay, okay, okay. And uh, and somebody somebody knew John Elway and um, tapped me on the shoulder, and I actually got to go down. And I'm a huge Denver Broncos fan for for those of you that don't know. And oh, and uh, uh, so geez. I'm a huge, huge football fan. Yeah, you're a Patriots fan. <laughs> uh, it's okay. Tom Brady left. It's well, okay. now I'm kind of a Bucks fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, are we all now? Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, you know, just a really cool experience. But but for me. The coolest of it all. I see them as celebrities. To, to me, they're family. To me, they're mentors. And that's the wrong times. I mean, they're the most humble people, the most down-to-earth people you will ever, ever meet. I mean, I, I try not to talk sports with them because it's not about... It's, yeah. not, it's not, for me, it's not so much about Luke. It's, everybody knows, you know, Luke Robitaille, the hockey player, Luke hockey player all the time. But there's so much to them both. I mean, they're, they're both just super kind individuals and and some, some like I said some of the nicest people you ever meet so I, I hope that relationship stays and and uh, you know and and it's a relationship that I will cherish and you know people around me will will cherish for for the rest of our lives and I, I'm just super super grateful to have people like them in my corner people like them cheer me on people like them when I have bad days to be able to pick me up you know, people, I, I always, when I have bad days, I think about them. And I, I think, well, hey, what would Stacey and Luke do in this situation? You know, what what, what are they thinking? Because well, they're, they're probably not thinking negatively. They're thinking probably two steps ahead or, or positively what the impact or what the outcome of this would be. So I'm constantly pointing that in my mind. What would these people do to kind of get me? to that level and that kind of that peak performance and um, you know I, I'm not an athlete but but I just I, I want to be you know I, I want to be the best that I can be in my craft and and for for me I, I'm not nearly where I want to be I'm not nearly where I probably should be um, a little bit more hard work and um, you know but but I think um, with people like that in my corner there, there's no question that I'm going to succeed at whatever I choose to do because when you got when, when you got you know lots of people in your corner and cheering you on and uh, it's it's a, I I'm I'm super blessed but you know you try and stay humble and 
you try and just move forward. And hey, if, if I inspire somebody by them looking at my Facebook or my Instagram or, or call, doing something like this, if I can change one person's life, you know, if there's a thousand things and I change that one person's life, you know, my, my job is done. And that's, that's kind of how I lead my way and, and lead myself and, and just overcoming things. Like, you know, it's just because people tell you you can't do something doesn't mean you shouldn't go do it. Well, exactly. Try, try. You know, Wayne Gretzky always said, you missed 100. What if you took a shot and you failed? No, no. So what? So what? Um, you know, there's so many people in this world that they're so close. People don't realize how close they are to their goals and their dreams or, or whatever they want to be. They're so close that when it gets almost too hard, they turn back. And they go the opposite way. And they go back to that comfort bubble, that comfort zone. But needless to say, they were on the doorstep of greatness. They were on the doorstep of something great, a breakthrough, something. Yes. And it didn't happen. So just push through. Just see everything through. Say, no, say yes to every opportunity. Because if you say no and turn back, you, now you're now you're living with guilt. Now you're living with what ifs. Yeah, what now if. you're living with all this stuff. If I can leave this world with every leaf overturned, every door knocked open, every brick wall, you know, axed down, every whatever metaphor you want to use, if I can leave it all open for everybody to see that I gave everything my all, I kept, I maybe tried on opportunities I failed. But I, but I learned from that, and you dust yourself off, you get up and you do it again. And you, maybe you try it a different way. Maybe you try the same door, but you try it a different way. Or you do things differently, or you go back to the drawing board. Talk to your mentors, hey, what can I do better? I tried this, I failed, it sucks. Failing sucks. It does. It doesn't, it doesn't feel oh, good. It doesn't all. feel good at all. Let, let me tell you, like, the biggest thing, people ask me, the biggest thing that drives me people that want to see me fail because I guarantee you and they're going to listen to this oh there's a ton of people too. especially on social so, media is hate on you like hate on there, everyone there is so many people and you know why you want it, it's it, it died on me the other day three types of people in this world there's go-getters there's people that are content and there's I don't know any other word to say but they're kind of just I don't want to use the word losers because drifting but almost. Yeah, they're kind of drifters. Going with the tide. And uh, let me let me say like so. There's there's three types of people. There's there's those people with the attitude that hey, I'm going to go do it, and if I fail, I fail. Those are the go getters. They they go after every. They don't. They talk to everybody. They, whatever the case may be, they're at it. No matter what, they're going to accomplish. They're goal. constantly trying to get better. Is what it doesn't matter what people say. People's opinions over here. Because guess what? People's opinions don't pay my bills. No. So I, unless it's the people serving me, the people that are are, are better than me, the people that are above me, I want to listen to them because I want to get to that level. But the people that are below me, below me, the people that you know don't understand this or don't understand that or have an opinion about everything, you don't listen to those people. Opinion about everything. So you go accomplish your goal. And you achieve that goal through an opinion and something shitty to say about your next goal anyway. Exactly. So what does it matter? 
Yeah. So just go and do you. And then you got the people out of content because you know what happens? It's those people that they listen to those opinions. Oh, you can't do that. Oh, you don't belong there. It's almost like the crab in the bucket, you know, metaphor. Yeah. They keep pulling them back down into that bubble. And you just, and then you know what happens is people get tired and they just, they give up. They stop. Those are those people that turn around of their dreams, their yeah. goals and dreams. They give up. They stop. Yeah, or they just give just enough, and then they go, see, see what happens when you try. You, you always fail, and they kind of exactly keep they're, that same narrative in their scared, mind. They're scared of that feeling. Yeah. Look, I've, I've been through enough pain for both yeah. of us combined. You know, multiple surgeries. Especially just the surgeries alone. You know, oh, man. You know, all, all this mental mental stuff. Like, you know, crazy, crazy stuff. And I, I'm not, I'm not any better than anybody. I'm here learning every single day. I'm failing every, and I probably fail more times than you will ever know. Exactly. You will ever know. It's constantly all about getting up every single day and trying to get better. Whatever it may be, whether it's a motor, whether it's some something small or something big to get me ahead and separate myself from the pack. And then, of course, you've got those people, as I mentioned, that in that third category, that just, they don't care. No. You know, they're, they're all partying all the time. They're blowing their money. They're, you know, they're, they're whatever it may be, they're trying to keep up with, with the, the, the quote-unquote Joneses, and, and they're still living in their mom's basement at 35 years old, and they're wondering why they're not ahead. And, and all that. Well, I, I can tell you why. You know, it's all about looking in the mirror and, and, and the, you know, the, the six inches between your head, the, the brain, right? you you got to constantly grow that, whether it's reading, whether it's podcasts, stuff like this. I mean, you you got to constantly get better. And maybe I, I've had years where I didn't think I was growing. I didn't think I'd get better. But how did you get better? Maybe it wasn't much. Yeah. It wasn't much, but I got better. Every single, I'm not, like I said before, I'm not where I need to be. At all. I got work to do. We all got work to exactly. do. Exactly. I, I got a long way to go to where I need to be. But I guarantee you, I don't care if I'm 40 years old. I don't care if I yeah, okay, my goals at 30. What if I hit it at 35? Am I going to go sit in the corner and cry about it? No. No. Guess what? Because I hit a goal. I accomplished something. I set out for something. You know, everybody talks about you only live once. Okay, it's true. But you actually... Oh, we die once, swell. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, a lot of people are like like ghosts in this world. Is They just float on by. They live their nine to five. They collect their paycheck. And they live within that bubble. That bubble. That somebody else told them what they were worth. Somebody else put their finger on them. Say, hey, you're worth $30 an hour. You're worth $15 an hour. Whatever it may be. It said, "This is this is the life you can live within this within this box within this parameters." Yeah, and, and I think it, I think it adds to your point that you brought up is um having those those right people in your life. You know, you know, obviously, it's not saying you know ditch all your friends or get rid of all your friends, yeah. but it's just it's again it's taking a look where you're at in life. Hey, are you where you want to be? Yes or no? Just a simple question. You, you can't be emotional, but just try to give yourself grace because we all mess up. And then, hey, are the people in my life helping me to where I want to be? Or are they taking away from me? Because there are some friends, they are your best friends. Tell me, but they're like, you, you, you tell them something, but like, oh, you can't do that. You're just this. And it's kind of unconscious, kind of something you kind of brush on the rug. But if, if that person's not really helping you or encouraging you to go after something you really want to do, then. Then why, why be there? And then it happens, you know, you. Say like for myself right now, I'm doing. I never thought I'd be doing podcasting in a million years. I, I never yeah. thought journalism and so I'm gonna be through this. But then even yeah. 
five years ago, I was hanging with a toy different group of friends than I'm hanging with now, and 100%. still keep in touch, but then they think toy different than I think, and hey, it's awesome. Everyone has the right to think they want to think and do what they want to do, and and yeah, and I think also, back to the other point, just, and it doesn't mean everyone has to go start a business, but again, it's like, do you, if you don't like your career, and I think one thing, at least this COVID-19 has taught me, and obviously my heart goes to everyone, anyone who's been seriously negatively affected by this, but actually enjoy what I'm doing, and yeah. and now's the time if I want to go upgrade, go to school, it's like, just do it now, and then, and maybe five years will be different, but at least do it now, and then take the leap you know Peter that's I, I don't want to I, I didn't want to get into it but but I will that's the other thing so many people in their conspiracy theories and their opinions yeah. uh, not, not that their opinions bother me but their conspiracy theories bother me look you got those people that the earth is flat you got those people that coronavirus was made in a fucking lab you got those people that it's not real it's just a flu listen it's not just a flu. I know people indirectly, you know, that have been close to me that have got it, have got very sick from it. Um, I'm not going to get into stories. I don't think that's really my my place. But this is the real deal. Um, you know, me being, I'm, I'm at high risk. I am. You know, being with, with my weakened immune system and, and lungs, I mean, hell, my parents even don't believe it. Yeah. You know, my, my parents are still like, brushing under the rug and coronavirus this and coronavirus that and going, just why ever just take things the way they are and form your own. Now we're attacking governments because they're putting microchips in us and all this other bullshit. Look, life, this is life. Yeah. Live it. Quit worried about other bullshit. What the government's doing, what Billy, Bob, and Joe are doing, what coronavirus is or isn't doing, just because you're sick doesn't mean it's not real, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, quit putting your beliefs on other fucking people. Well, anything, just because you don't see something that someone else believes, that's not like a dream, a goal, or faith, whatever, gotta, right? All, all the time, I, you know, I, I'll talk about like my, my goal, the, the million dollars by 30. Am I going to accomplish it? In my head, yes. Absolutely. I'm already there. I, I know what I need to do. I know how I'm going to get there. And I know what I'm going to do with that. And we talked about giving back to the community. You know, doing all this great stuff. Not every person with all this money is evil. No. Not every person that makes a million dollars or a million plus is evil. I know a lot of very wealthy people that are the kindest and the most humble people you ever meet. I know people that are angry, selfish, and everything else, and they're broke. They're miserable. And everything in between. And everything in between. And, I, and I'm sure I, I can find people that are rich and they're miserable and they're, bro they're broke inside. All this other bullshit. Right? Like, you find everything. It's, it's your life. Grasp it and go live it. Exactly. Quit worrying about that guy. He told you that the business, blah, 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 is a pyramid scheme or all this other crap. And, oh, oh. Now, now you just missed out on an opportunity. You missed out on a chance. It's called making money. And people don't understand. See, people don't get it. It's 
Yeah, well, people had a nine to five, and this is not bad. For, we need those people. We need we need police. We need all that's, the, the fucking police is stupid. By the way, don't do it. <laughs> um, yeah, you know I, I feel for everything else. I, I'm not here to get into that as well. But I mean, it's look. We need nine to fivers. We need those people. I love those people. We got a lot we need of those a variety people. of careers for I, sure. I love those people. But hey, if somebody wants to go start a business. Or go back to school and now is spend a hundred grand. Yeah. Don't shit on their parade. Yeah. Don't be that supportive person. Hey, I believe in you. Mm-hmm. Guess what? I've discovered some of my closest friends are my biggest neighbors. And some of my closest people are also my biggest critics and they don't believe in me. So you've got to really limit your time with those people. Exactly. Really limit those time. Really spread your time wisely. I try and spend most of my time at my podcast with, with the Robotize. Like I said, they're near and dear to my heart. This podcast. This podcast, 100%. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, love, I, I love the way the Robotize think. And you know how they how they they deal with things and and you know they they do they do have kind of lifestyle that I want and I, I know how to get there I, I you know I, I pick their brain about it we talk about it all this stuff right and you, you know it's surrounding yourself with the right people people you know I, I get people all the time that they try to um, tell me oh. You're lucky you're this, you're that, because you get to hang out with, with Stacey and Luke time. You're this and you're that, because you know, you know, you'll hang out with Floyd Mayweather. You're this and you're that. Look, I, I'm not lucky. It was opportunity that I saw, I took, and I worked for. Yeah, through other things. It, it's not, I wasn't just handed something. You know, I wasn't just, Station Robotai didn't just reach out to me on Twitter and be like, hey, let's be friends. No, that took work, that takes trust, that takes... All this stuff, like, no, they, these people won't just open up to random people. No. This takes time and work, and, you know, I, I got some, you know, I, I guarantee you I got mentors that don't believe in me, even now. So that means I need to do, I need to work even harder, and I need to put them around. That's the, that's the other biggest thing is what drives me every single day is the people that don't believe in me. My dad walked out on me when he was two years old. Wow. So he didn't believe in me from the get-go because I was too much work because it's disability. He didn't want to man up. He didn't want to take responsibility. Somebody else did. My 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 dad, aka my stepdad, who came into my life. He's my dad. That's someone who took it by the balls and raised me, and I think did a damn good job. Yeah, I, I'd I'm say not, so. You know, I, I'm not fully applied to my parents. Because uh, some of my parents' beliefs I don't believe in. <laughs> well, it's all about learning and growing. Still, so. and, but learning and growing and being a better person. And, and, and you know, and, and it's not just about me anymore. Life has become about we. And, and until people can wrap their brains around that, I think the world will be a better place. Exactly. And especially especially today where, you know, and I always, uh, especially, it's just so hot, but I know people who, you know, kind of don't make an effort to learn about other cultures or and again you don't have to like everyone you don't have to like anyone you just got to respect people respect mm-hmm. that they have different beliefs than you and yeah and realize that hey regardless of what happened in the past right now in 2020 especially in canada um majority of us are at least if we go back a few hundred years 
most of us aren't even from here, but we're, we're all here together, yeah. regardless. And we're, and for yeah. the most part, you know, especially for at least the, the, the organization, organizations I've been a part of, and at least the people I've been in contact with, uh, I feel, especially I think we're, um, maybe even Edmonton, even though we're get almost labeled as a oil field uh, province, and we are, mm-hmm. it is a little bit rough out here compared to maybe, yeah. say, Vancouver or Toronto, but yeah. I find Canada, again, there's always work to be done, always work to be done. I think that's a, a good thing that we recognize, hey, there's other cultures that are being left behind, or there's other people rather being being wheelchairs are being left behind. I think it's not a good thing that there's room to be done, but it's a good thing that we are recognizing it because yeah. we're growing, and then... And yeah, we well, try to just don't move. single people out. Yeah, you're black, you're white, you're, you're orange, you're whatever color you want to be. We love you equally. What does it matter? Look, I, I, you know, we talk about people. People get mad because people from uh, not from here sometimes take our work or, or they or they think that they talk yeah. about. That. Guess what? Because they work hard. Yeah, they work their ass. They off. they work their ass off because you're you're too petty to make. Yeah. Oh, Oh, it's not. Oh, it's twenty-two dollars an hour. Well, I'm used to making thirty. Yeah. Sorry. They're doing double take, shifts. Take the take the family. take the job. Work your way up the ranks and do what you need to do and do your time. And sometimes you need those shitty jobs to realize what you don't want or what you actually want to do, and it pushes you sometimes those shitty jobs that you take. Cause you well, and and people, you know, and then that's the other thing is people want this get rich quick scheme. This, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna be rich and yeah 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 and. And you, you can you can see it on some people. You know, there's people in our business, I'm not gonna mention names, there's people in our business any where, business. where any business where you can see you can see it on them before they even reach their goal that they got evil intentions or whatever mm-hmm. whatever's happening when they reach that. You know, so I wanna break that stigma. I want I wanna be able I wanna bring positivity to, you know, the finance business. This is not an evil game. We're not. We're not all just here to make money off of people. There's people in this world like me, like you, that are here to make a positive difference in this world and do it the right way. Like I said, I don't care if I have to build my business and it takes me 50 years to build it the right way. I'm going to build it the right way. I don't care what people think. I don't care what I need to do. I'm building it the right way, the right way the first time, so I don't need to rebuild it. Because guess what? When it becomes my time, when I when it's time to step away, when it's time to retire, when I'm on my deathbed, I can go at peace and know I'm at peace. Mm-hmm. And know I did the right thing every single time. I did the right thing for the last 30, 40, whatever, many years. And, you know, if you're a friend of mine, you know... If we're friends, we're friends. I'm not here. I'm not backstabbing people. I'm not talking shit behind their back. I'm here for those people, the people that believe in me, the people that are here for me. I'm always here for those people. I believe in them, and I, I really reciprocate what they reciprocate in me. And I, I, I'm I'm the realest you're gonna get. I I told you from the you know when we started, I was gonna come on. Yeah. It's gonna be raw, unedited, yeah, little bit I like language. Yeah. I, I get fired up. Um, you know, I, I just, I love life and I wish so many other people would, and we're not there. No. We're not, we're so far apart as a society. It's kind of scary. Yes. It it's really scary. What's going to happen with the next generation? Uh, you know, you talked about other cultures. My, one of my biggest dreams is to go to Europe. Uh, but as you know, or may not know, it's not very wheelchair friendly. 
So another one of my goals when I when I succeed and when I become wealthy, I want to be able to create that. I want to be able to create a maybe it's a travel agency, maybe it's something yeah. that helps people with disabilities experience the world. They take them to Europe for a couple weeks. They take them wherever and and places they wouldn't normally go. But to be able to to do that and I'm I just like I said I even use this today to just share my story, share my message, my platform. I I just hope people find value in in you know what we're talking about today and what I have to say and and if if this inspired one person, like I said, my my job is done. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, well, yeah. I just wanna you know I just wanna speak to well one you're just an incredible person. I think people need people like you. Especially today, again, we already touched on this, but the fact that, you know, just we're so, everyone's so divided, and especially today, being locked up, not, no one's allowed to be, uh, I guess, a community in a sense, physically as a community anymore, which is difficult for a lot of people, and, right. and, and again, people, majority of people are already unhappy with the careers they're doing, and, and yeah, Look, just, I, got, I got a piece of advice. If yeah, unhappy, go ahead, man. Yeah, if you're if you're unhappy, change. Change it again. Who cares what people? It think? takes work, though. Let's make it be clear, guys. You know, it takes work. The biggest thing too, you know, some, I think people get a misconception, and some some things are ho- a little bit hokey. Like if you watch the the secret on Netflix, <laughs> the overall premise is great, but if you just try to think your way to greatness, you know, um, I learned for I learned from my mistakes. I just thought, and I. Money right went down my bank account, and I had to quickly work again. So I just thought positively, but no matter what, it takes work. But what you find, and what I find, even doing this podcast for a couple of weeks, and I already have plans to hit, you know, episode 100 and have video eventually, and I have a goal. Maybe it'll just happen. But I want to record 30 different episodes in 30 days on this show um, down the line. But you know, you can do it. Yeah, but uh, it's still work, and there's sometimes I still don't want to research how to do a podcast, but you know. I get excited by doing this. It's still work, but then if you are excited about doing something, the work seems a bit easier. You get satisfaction, and and yeah, so you just, just think, take the leap. Look, you only live once. You, you truly do. I talk about it, but live it and do it on your do it on your terms. Quit. So many people care of what their fa- what their family's going to think, what their parents are going to think. What this is going to What if you're that person? And you, you want to know another big thing that people come up to and ask, well, well, Brad, I, I, I'm not a millionaire. Brad, we weren't ever successful as a family. And so I said, pull up your family tree and say, no one's ever successful. If no one's ever made a million dollars, if no one's ever made a positive difference, guess what? It's time to shake it up and you can be that change. You can be that difference. You can be that 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 branch on that family tree that branches out and forever changes your family's legacy. That's my plan. That's what I'm doing. Um, look, there's nobody else, nobody but me that are going to take care of my parents and, and change their diapers and wet their ass when they come to retire. Yeah. Um, so I need to do it. Um, you know, my, my brother's got some student loans that I, eventually I want to, he doesn't, he'll know this now, but I eventually I want to take care of. I mentioned my grandma, you know, getting older, I want to be able to retire her and, 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 you know, take care of her, whatever she needs, uh, whether that's financially or whatever. 
and I, I just, I want to be able to take care of a disability community. That's huge in my, in my world, and and really just keep, you know, keep doing what I need to do, and and keep doing stuff like this, and sharing my message, and um, you know, one day at a time. Hundred percent. We, we make we make that change one day yeah. at a time. Yeah, just one day at a time. And I have to ask you before we get off here. Um, we actually just hit an hour, so we did an hour straight here. So, awesome. um, but. Uh, will you be my? Will you be uh, a re guest when I get video set up in here on YouTube? Yeah, honey, you, awesome. know, you know how to reach me. Hundred percent, anytime. <laughs> and uh, what are I guess um, either future goals or visions you have of your current charities with either echoes of hope or uh, wheeling for hope? Yeah, uh, for well, wheeling for hope, as I mentioned, is that the, the individual in Edmonton that needs an elevator put in his home made fifty thousand um, dollars. So I've actually partnered up. Um, with a with a actually a pearl company uh, founded in Edmonton, good good uh, family friends of mine, and uh, they actually created wheeling for all T-shirts, twenty five dollars. What's the uh, brand called? Uh, Atlas the label. Atlas the label. Yeah, Atlas and, the uh, label totally. I, I can send it to you. You can for share sure. it, whatever. Uh, uh, to twenty five bucks T-shirt, um, and it all goes to wheeling for hope. Anything ha- anything else, and uh, we're gonna hopefully raise some money for. For that elevator, and as for as for Echoes of Hope, I I just want to consistently, you know, be that be that Canadian voice. You know, they Station and Luke have great handle on things. They have a great team. Nicole as well, one one of their heads out there. She's she's incredible. Um, kind of running their office and doing doing their day to day stuff. An incredible human being, and really some incredible youth. Um, still in that program, a lot of become and went on to become very successful in, in whatever they continue to do. So they have a, they have a tremendous um, path, a tremendous success stories there. I just want to continue to help wherever I need and or, or where I can, and whether that being a, a positive voice, um, you know, spreading that message up here in Canada and, and being being that advocate, or uh, you know, writing a check and raising money down there and. And doing what we can do. So whatever whatever comes up, I mean, I'm always here. That's incredible, man. And where can people find you? What, what's, I guess, your handles or whatever? I'm, I'm terrible <laughs> at social media. I'm surprised I even get this podcast <laughs> right. But where can people find you and like your YouTube, all that? Where can people find yeah, you? Yeah, 100%. YouTube's not 100% up yet. Um, I, maybe I'll send it to you when that's up. You can, you can share it. Or maybe share it on, you know, at the end of the next podcast or whatever. But uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Broadcasting Brad. So that's Broadcasting without the G. So drop the G, Brad, uh, just my name. And, of course, Facebook, Brad Barco. Um, you know, I'm sure you can find me if there's any questions, any, anything. I'm, I'm an open book. So I'd be happy to help wherever I can. And, and hopefully this reaches uh people it needs to reach and, and make a difference. Yeah, man, well, I definitely think it does. And again, even if uh, one person listens to this, hopefully they get out of it and they, they get a, a sense of, you know, message that they think, especially a um, especially person who has cerebral palsy, you know, it's being a human being, you call them inspiring the world. I think it's just tremendously valuable. And just again, be a person, you know, all around. You know, hold your head high. Do do live your life with good intentions. Do what you need to do with good intentions every single day. Positive smile. Be grateful for what you got. Um, I always tell my tell people, and uh, you know, people who run into me. Remember, it's not about me. It's all about we. Please remember it, and uh, let's think great and go change the world. Boom! There it is. Thanks for being here, Brad. All right.